Welcome everyone to episode 27 of the Daddy Sharps podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And John, we're just a couple of dads who break down the conferences, the games, and the fights that your buddies are too square to break down. Oh, and Luke, I think we've arrived. We've arrived in a big way at the Sweet 16. We've got you covered on all the spreads, all the over-unders, and we're ready with our best bets. I am so excited about this podcast. And in our deep dive, we have some potential sleepers. Sleepers! So stick around for that. (laughs) Right now, let's go ahead and recap our best bets from last week. I really don't want to recap our best bets from last week. Can we not do that? Or do we, <laughs> we gotta to do it. it. We right, gotta I'm do it. Gonna, we gotta remain true. <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. That's you know, we gotta be transparent and truthful. That's the way to go. I went one and four, folks. We, we. It's I crazy. went one and four. Train wreck. <laughs> Train wreck. But wow. overall, but overall, I finished up in the first and second rounds combined, which is why I'm coming to you live from Hawaii right now. Oh, let's go, baby. A lot of this vacation that I'm on right now is all thanks to. March Madness. And so, March Madness, I thank you. And yes. mostly to the over-unders in round one. Beautiful. Should have stayed on that in round two. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the breakdown. We both made the Arkansas-Kansas under 144 our best bet. And that one hit. That was a winner, John. Let's go. We love that one. And then it all went to H-E double hockey sticks. Ew. John, hell. Who would have guessed it here? We got a bracket uh, buster coming up. I picked Marquette to win and cover minus two and a half. Nope. I double dipped. I double dipped on the Pitt Xavier game. I I, I I knew that was a winner. I picked Pitt to cover four and a half. I picked Pitt to hit the under 153. I know I'm not the only one who picked that because that Pitt was on a roll and they just didn't show up for the freaking game. God, yeah. what happened? A loser and a loser. And finally, my final best bet, another loser, Missouri, made Princeton look great. <laughs> and they failed to cover that one minus six and a half. They actually lost the game. All right, John, there you have it. One and yeah, four. That, that, was, uh, that was one of my favorite bets you made, too. I call it the Frosted Flakes bet. Frosted Flakes bet. The two Tigers. <laughs> I hate I hate Tigers. <laughs> yep. No more Frosted Flakes. The worst I threw animal. every box out in the house. Yep. <laughs> I went with Texas minus five and a half versus Penn State. My best bet there, Texas minus five and a half. And then I was done in by the hook, Luke. Texas wins by five and the Daddy Sharps take the loss. Penn State was a scrappy team and did just enough to screw me out of going to Hawaii with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took that bet too, by the way. <laughs> Then it all turned well for us. Texas Penn State total 140 and a half. My best bet there, 140 and a half. The under. Texas continues their under streak and now stretches it out to six in a row. And they are six and two on the under on neutral sites. Another win for the Daddy Sharps. Creighton at Baylor minus one and a half. My best bet there was Creighton plus one and a half. When I saw this line, Luke, I jumped all over it. Me and you discussed it. Why was Creighton the underdog here? I know it's only one and a half, but it still didn't make sense to me. By the no time, sense. yeah, by the time the game tipped off, they were actually the one and a half point favorite. So I hit that one, and they win easily. They're moving on to the Sweet Sixteen. 
And then Michigan State versus Marquette. I actually took the minus two and a half. Well, no, I did not. I took the under 141 and a half. And what I called one of my favorite bets in the tournament, Marquette unders on neutral courts. Heading into this one, they were 6-0 and to the under on neutral sites. They climbed to 7-0 and on this one, and we win another one. But I kind of feel like I lost there because Marquette's now out of the tournament, and that easy under for me is gone now. I can't bet you, it anymore. You, 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 you goofed at the top there. Uh, I took the two and a half. I yes. took the two and a half. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, I, I stuck did. with the under, my man. And Ugh. finally, the bet that we both loved. And when yeah, two daddy sharps come together, it always works. Arkansas versus Kansas, minus three and a half, 144 and a half. My best bet there was the under 144 and a half. And this is why you watch the games. And Luke, this is something you are very good at, consuming all the information you can to make educated bets. The Kansas coach compared Arkansas to Texas when the matchup was for sure. I look back at Texas versus Kansas matchups, and oh boy, Kansas failed to break 70 on that team in two games. Arkansas is in Texas, but they did hold Kansas to 71, far below that 96 points they posted in round one. It's a new week, baby. Let's break down our best bets for the Sweet 16. It's a new week. And I'm going to start us off with another Frosted Flakes bet. I got it's the Princeton Tigers. <laughs> yeah, I got the Princeton Tigers and the Creighton Blue Jays. The over-under is 140. My best bet here is Princeton, actually. Princeton plus nine and a half. Here's why. Creighton wins this game. There's no question. I think... They will definitely win. But nine and a half is a lot of ground to cover, especially in this tournament. This is a tournament where we've seen close to, to no teams covering spreads like that. Uh, yeah. Princeton has proven that they are here to play. I, you know, I'll admit it. They, <laughs> I thought they was over in that round. And no, they, it's like everything they threw up. It didn't matter what it was. It was like, it's like me when I was, you know, in uh, fifth grade doing this wild hook shot from half court and it would suddenly go in. Um, <laughs> you couldn't explain it, man. They hit every three. The public money is pouring in on that nine and a half as well, I noticed. So get it as soon as possible. The Tigers are now six and oh against the spread in their last six games. Four and oh against the spread in their last four tournament games. Creighton is also 4-0 against the spread in their last four tourney games. So okay, that's interesting. That's a that's a that's a horse race right there. Yeah. Five and one against the spread in their last six games overall. Another horse race right there. But nine and a half points. Those wins for Creighton against the spread, those were not nine and a half Mm -hmm. point spreads. That is a bridge too far. My best bet is Princeton to cover nine and a half. Ooh, they're ditching the books and playing some ball. <laughs> here's a here's a bet both me and you, I think, like. Kansas State versus Michigan State, minus one and a half. The under is 137 and a half. My best bet here, Kansas State plus one and a half. My data has this as the strongest play of the Sweet 16. First, I looked at the conferences. The Big Ten, this is it for them. The only team they have left in the tournament, Purdue loses to FDU, huge upset. Indiana gets blown out by Miami. Penn State looked the strongest as a play-in 10 seed, but bowed out to a great Texas team, which brings me to where Kansas State plays from. Luke, where's Texas from? The Big 12. Texas has looked very strong. Baylor bowed out to Creighton, who's very looks really good right now. Kansas lost, but to an SEC team, which is also a very strong showing in a tournament this year. What I'm getting at, 
is as a whole, the Big Ten does not look as strong as the Big 12 this year. And I nope. question the competition of Michigan State a little bit. Kansas State has been tested by some top teams already. Kansas yep. State is 5-1 and one against the spread in the last six versus a team with a winning record. Battle tested, my man. Michigan State with Izzo, great three-point shooting team, third in the country, but they are going against the 13th-ranked three-point defense in the entire country, strength versus strength. And your favorite quote from the tournament so far, what did Izzo say after the last win? Defense wins in this tournament. Exactly. I'm going to side with the defense here. I'm going to take the underdog, Kansas State, plus one and a half. I agree. I cannot stress enough to people listening to this podcast that the data is screaming. Yes. Kansas State, just screaming. My data is also really strong on another best bet. I've got the Razorbacks from Arkansas against the Huskies from Connecticut. The over-under in this one, 139.5. It's fluctuating right now. I understand that. UConn favored by 3.5. That could be fluctuating here and there. But my best bet is Arkansas to cover 3.5. The Razorbacks are playing lights-out basketball. They are a much better team than people are giving them credit for. Arkansas is 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven neutral site games. Both of these teams have solid defenses on offense UConn a little better they score more points per game on average and Arkansas has a better field goal percentage however so you balance that out yourself yes. I'll let you do the math on that one <laughs> I already have UConn, turning <laughs> UConn has an edge on free throw percentage rebounds and turnovers there are a lot of categories I understand I get it that's why I think UConn wins this game but Arkansas if you saw them in their last couple of games they're here to play. They're good. They've got a deeper bench as well. I like them to cover three and a half. Oh, I like it, sir. Nice, nice. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a game that you might hear on a lot of other podcasts, but you're not gonna hear the bet you think you're gonna hear. Alabama minus six and a half versus San Diego State, 136 and a half. The entire world is going on Alabama minus six and a half right now. Not us, my friend. My best nope. bet here, the under 136 and a half. We got a defensive juggernaut in San Diego State facing a number seven ranked offense in the country. But I'm looking at the other side of the court here. The Aztecs don't have the offense to keep up or beat this Alabama defense. I could see this game as Alabama gets their points, but San Diego State can't even break 60. little deep dive into numbers here. In the last 10 games, the Aztecs have seen a total set by the books of 136.5, which is what we have here, six times. They have finished under that total all six times. Not only under it, way under, by an average of 17 points per game. Alabama doesn't see the totals this low that often, but they are 4-1 and one to the under in the last five games. And the reason Alabama doesn't see totals this low is because they play in the SEC where some of the best players in the country, some of the best offenses in the country are. My best bet here, under 136.5 with confidence. With confidence. Let's go. And this is going to happen a couple of times in this podcast. I'm just warning you right now. I yes. also <laughs> love the under in this one. I have it now at 137 at my book, and I hope it keeps going up and up and up in that direction because mm. the under is 6-0 and in the Aztecs' last six games following an against-the-spread win. It's 4-0 in their last four games overall. The under. The under is also 5-1 and in Alabama's last six games 
overall. You said it, man. San Diego State's offense is just hilarious to watch. They're horrible. <laughs> yes. They're not going to do it, but their defense, that's where they're going to get scrappy, and that's where they're going to keep this low scoring as well. I have the under in this game as a best bet as well. Co-best bet. Ooh, I like it. I like it. We're going to circle back to the Blue Jays here, the Blue Jays and the Tigers, Creighton versus Princeton. You had the spread. You had Princeton. I like the under, 140 and a half. Princeton is one and five to the under on a neutral field. We're also getting the Tigers on a two game under streak. When they beat Arizona in the first round, they hit the under by 40 points. Now on the other side, we have the Blue Jays. Don't let the Baylor game fool you. 161 total points scored when it was finally over. I looked into the Pomeroy rankings. The defense for the Bears and the Tigers are similar. Bear Baylor slightly worse. The real difference is the offenses. Baylor has a number two ranked Pomeroy offense in the entire country. Princeton, just a little bit off that mark at 100 even. <laughs> in the first round, Creighton took on North Carolina State, the 37th ranked offense. Total points scored there, 141. Just a half point over the current total here. What I'm seeing is Creighton has played similar defenses in these first three matchups, but the offenses here, the Princeton offense is far worse than those other two. That leads me to the best bet. Creighton holds the Tigers scoring down, and we bet the under 140 and a half. I like that one a lot. The over-under my book is, is 140. Ooh. I still like it. Yes. The under is 4-1 and one in the Blue Jays' last five games on a Friday. I'm just saying, and I, I, uh -huh. I think that's weak sauce too. But uh, I'm just saying. But the under, is, I like it. The under is eight and three in the Blue Jays' last eleven games played on neutral sites. This is another best bet we're going to share. My data is strong on this one as well. Under one forty and a half. Under one forty as well for me. I like it, sir. Now we get to go to a team I've been kind of talking about a lot. I like I like this team. UCLA minus two and a half versus Gonzaga, 145 and a half. You know I love defense. You know I love unders in this tournament this year. I'm taking the under 145 and a half. I'm betting the Gonzaga under again. I hit it in the first round, skipped it in the second round. And here I am again. Not the most popular bet you're going to see, but we're doing it. That's why you tune into the Daddy Sharps. I sound like a broken record, but the defense wins championships and bets in this tournament, my man. And UCLA has a hell of a defense. According to the Pomeroy rankings, in the Sweet 16, we are seeing 10 of the teams having top 20 ranked defenses. UCLA comes in at number two. I'll get the number one in the deep dive, my man. Luke. Any guesses who is in the bottom three of defenses left in the tournament? The Zags is one of them. Got to be the Zags. Miami's at 108, Princeton at 100, and Gonzaga at 76. Far off the mark. In the regular season, Gonzaga is an over machine, 15 and 8, 10 and 4 at home. Then we see tougher competition in the conference tournaments in March Madness. In the last four games for Gonzaga, all neutral sites games, they are three and one to the under. The one over was the TCU game. I and mean, I think we all saw the bad beat on that one. <laughs> game was crazy in the last minute. UCLA is on a two game over streak, but they beat the over a combined seven points in those two games. It was real close. UCLA will have to lean on defense here to slow this game down. This falls into my sweet spot for data as well, where the under is hitting. I'm going to take the under and I love it. You got to roll with it. You got to roll with it if it's in the sweet spot. Yes. I'll take this game a little further, though, my Ooh. friend, by making my best bet 
UCLA to win and cover minus two and a half. I'm going to tell you why. Tasty. I'm going to tell you why. For a team that's been all but crowned this year's national champions, and they have, I think, in the last three tournaments as well. Yes. yes. Question for you. Have the Zags really looked like they're that good in this tournament? Have they? No. I mean, they're all, they can they, they can flip the switch in their offense, and stuff, but the, the games are so close for a team that's so good, I, in my opinion. Yes. Yes. Of course, they're a good team, but not when it comes to covering spreads. Not so good. Not so good there at all. The Zags are 0-7 against the spread in their last seven tournament games. Think about that. What did I say over the last couple seasons, right? Meanwhile, UCLA is cooking, my friend. 5-1-1 against the spread in their last seven games. They had an an injury scare the other night with uh, their sharp shooting guard, David Singleton. He rolled that ankle. I don't know if you're watching the game. It looked nasty. Uh, Yeah, yeah. color commentator saying, don't, please, TNT, don't show that again. And they did. I thought he broke it. I thought he broke it. It was sideways. Yeah, it was gross. It was nasty. Um, Turns out just a sprain, though. So these damn young kids, damn you kids, get off my lawn. (laughs) I sit, baby. I sup, baby. I know. They just bounce (laughs) back from these injuries like it's nothing, like rubber Chicken bones or something. I don't know, man. Hey, listed as questionable, which is great. Good for him. David, yeah. if, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm looking for him, my man. Good, good. <laughs> Roll help, with it. Help us cash. <laughs> keep keep uh, looking in Hawaii one more week. You know, he's a fifth-year senior. He's a good kid, was what I've read. Uh, so I wish him all the best as well, um, rooting for him. But he says he's going to play. We'll see. So my point is that my best bet is for UCLA to win and to cover Minus two and a half in this one. Oh, tasty. Tasty, my man. All right. So I got beat by the hook last time, but not this time, my man. Texas nope. minus four and a half at Xavier. 148 and a half. My best bet here. Texas minus four and a half. They are seven, two, and one against the spread in the last 10. Need I say more? They're playing lights out and are destroying good teams along the way. Kansas by 15 plus twice. Colgate by 20. The one team that kept it close was Penn State in the last game. And Penn State has been shocking everyone. Xavier everyone's bracket darling is two and three against the spread since they hit conference play and in those against the spread misses they miss by an average of nine points that's telling me the public is buying the spread on xavier when the lights are brightest and these marquee matchups it's driving that spread number up my biggest mismatch in the game xavier has the 305th ranked defense in points per game luke that is damn near the worst in the entire country Texas has the 30th ranked offense in the game. Xavier needs the three-pointers to stay in this. They are fifth best in the nation at hitting them, but Texas is playing lights out right now. My best bet here, Texas minus four and a half, and I'm going to get it this time. They better not win by four. It better be five. (laughs) John, the stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Oh, the King George Strait, baby. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I love Texas. I love Texas in this tournament. Yes. Hook them yes. horns. All right. Yes. Man. Let's deep dive into a few other games. Yeah, maybe not a few. Maybe just uh, a couple here and there. I know you've got a big breakdown that I cannot wait to hear. Oh, 
yes. Why don't you kick us off, my man? I hinted at it a little earlier. We were talking about defenses. The best defenses left in this this, uh, tournament. UCLA was number two. I said, hold on. I'll give you number one in a minute in a deep dive. We got Tennessee minus five and a half versus Florida Atlantic under 131 and a half. My best bet here, the under 131 and a half. And surprise, who would have thought if you've been listening to this podcast, another under on what I feel is one of the best defenses in the 64 team field. To watch the volunteers play on that side of the court is something special. They're in your face. They're gritty. They're diving for balls. Amazing to watch. The SEC is considered one of the strongest conferences in college football this year. And according to Pomeroy rankings, eight of the top 50 offenses in the country on the SEC playing those top offenses. Tennessee still finished with a number one ranked defense outside of the SEC. The under is 10 and five for Tennessee and the NCAA tournament. The volunteers have crushed the under by 10 points and 22 points. My little owls. They're on a four and one under streak. The only over they hit was against Dickinson who had one of the worst defenses in the country and they only hit it by a basket, my man. The best part of the Owls game, three-pointers, they rank 22nd in the nation. Fortunately for the underbetters, the best part of Tennessee's game is the three-point defense, number one in the country. My best bet here, Tennessee gets another defensive win in this one, and it will feel a lot worse than the final score indicates. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I really like this bet. I'm surprised you didn't make this the best bet. I thought about it. I thought about it, but I moved those other ones up. Those other ones were in the sweet spot. For no, they're me. great. They're great. Yeah. I love the other ones, but Tennessee's rolling too, man. Mm-hmm. Tennessee mm-hmm. is rolling. I got to, I got to, I'm, I'm not going to go into a lot of details, but I, I do have a couple heavy leans. I'd love your take on these as well. Michigan State, Kansas State, uh, under 138. Yes. Uh, I, I think, think that's going like to be a defensive too. battle. Yeah. yeah. UConn, Arkansas, under 139 and a half. My data kind of likes that one as well. I kind of like that one, uh, the under there, because UConn is everybody's favorite team right now. And I think they're driving the over-under up. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and, uh, you know, I... It's a uh, trendy pick right now. I can't wait for that game. I really cannot wait for that game. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. Houston, Miami, under 137. Scares me. Scares yeah, me. a little bit. But Houston's data leaning. Of- data yeah. leaning but oh you know the, the teams can't tend to cancel each other out sometimes in big games like this hey only a lean not a best bet i like it we got a little lean a little lean on the palm tree since you're in hawaii right now <laughs> look out for the coconuts <laughs> don't let them fall on your head let's go <laughs> let's go all right my man let's recap our best bets for this week's sweet 16 round of march madness so i went with texas minus four and a half at xavier 148 and a half. My best bet there, Texas minus four and a half. I love the under 145 and a half in the UCLA Gonzaga game. I also love the under in the Creighton Princeton Tigers game. I like the under at 140 and a half. Alabama versus San Diego State University. The entire world's going to be betting Alabama. Let's go with the safe bet under 136 and a half. Take the under in that game. And then Kansas State versus Michigan State. The stars align for me and you, my man. This is one of our strongest bets here. Take Kansas State plus one and a half against Izzo. All the way on that one. Michigan State maybe shouldn't be here right now. And that's according to Izzo as well. But they are, and they're not going to be here for long. This is where dreams die. I share a couple best bets with you. Uh, So other than those, uh, I have UCLA to win and cover 
minus two and a half against the Zags. Nice. I've got Arkansas to cover three and a half against UConn. I love that Arkansas team. Something about them, man. They have no quit. They know that the world is looking at them saying, you shouldn't be here. And they're telling the world, yeah, we're here. (laughs) I like it. We're for real. And I'm telling you, if I learned a lesson last week about spreads, Princeton might finally lose here, but they're not going to lose by nine and a half. I'm on the Tigers plus nine and a half. Those spreads, man, those big spreads, they're not flying this year in the tournament. I heard Princeton's a pretty good academic school. I think they're going to figure out the geometry to cover that spread. Yeah. (laughs) They're not going to win the game. No money line, but. They're going to figure out how to to cover that. Strategically. I think I said it last week. If this were the math league. Yes. This were the science fair. (laughs) I would take Princeton for the win. Yes. Yes, if it's if, not any of those, John, I agree with you on that bet. But if somehow, some way Princeton wins this game, I fully oh. expect you to oh. wear a Princeton T-shirt okay. on the next guy's trip in September. All right, I will. I will. We, we will make that a side bet. We, we, yes. we have to make that a side bet. Yes. I'm telling you, this run, it's got to stop. It's got to it's got to end. <laughs> The madness has got to end at some point. (laughs) It's got to. But Luke, before we go, be sure to check in on Friday. We will have the data crunched and ready in time for all the Elite Eight picks. And depending on how well Luke does in the Sweet 16, he will do the podcast again from Hawaii or he'll be on a flight back. I might have to man the ship alone, but I will have your best bets. We will have them out there. Absolutely. For sure. Yes. But unfortunately, that does it for the Daddy Sharps podcast for right now. We do have that other podcast later on this week, and I can't wait for the Elite Eight picks to roll in. Remember, though, always gamble responsibly and within your own means, and the bets we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. And be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. And we'll also be back on Friday, baby. That's right. And John, I got this burning, itching, burning question that I've got to ask you. It's just a sunburn. I got to get it out. Ready? Who is your daddy, John? Who is your daddy? We are.